0: Deferred, an episodic radio play, created and directed by Pascal Florestal, produced by the Northeastern University Department of Theater and the Camd Media Services Office. This radio play contains references of strong language, death, and sexually suggestive scenes. Listener discretion is advised. previously on Deferred.
1: So you have met Miles. The three of you just hang out together. Mom. Is that why you've decided to change your name? Was that some idea you got from Miles or your father? Mom,
2: I go by K now because I identify as non-binary. As in, I don't consider myself a man or a woman. And while I love the name you gave me, I needed a name that didn't belong to a man or a woman.
1: So am I also expected to learn some new pronouns, or whatever they're called for you, too. i lost my children.
3: I just wanted to talk to you about something that Claire said today. Something about how you say sorry more when he is around, and how you are quieter. I've noticed this as well, if I'm being honest, Maya. But it wasn't until Claire said something that I realized how bad it must be. From the mouths of babes, you know.
0: And my faith has nothing to do with why our marriage ended, June.
1: No. It ended because you had an affair. What? I want to know how long!
0: How long what?
1: How long were you sleeping with him while we were married? Grandma?
3: Grandpa? What's going on?
0: Adrian, why don't you go to your room?
3: But what about dinner?
0: We'll have dinner for you soon. Now please go to your room.
1: But I- I
0: SAID
3: GO TO YOUR ROOM!
1: Great. Now look at what you've done. You feel good about that, Mike? Are you keeping secrets from everyone else, too, now?
0: Come on, June. Adrian doesn't need more to worry about right now.
1: Yeah? That's what you told yourself about me when you first started cozying up in the line. Sneaking out after I went to bed and enjoying each other and thinking stop. to yourselves, June doesn't need to worry about this. She's got a lot on That's her. That's enough. No! You do not get to decide when you have had enough, Michael. You hurt me. Kept me in the dark. And now you refuse to recognize my feelings.
2: Huh. It's like 7.30. Is it not all of your bedtimes? Oh,
1: didn't you know? It's the part of the day when your father tells me what a
2: cold witch I've been.
0: (laughs) That's not what's happening, Kay.
2: Okay. Not getting involved. Got the ice cream. Great. I think that's my cue. Wait, Wait a
1: second. Kate, sweetie. How long have you known, you know, about them?
2: Still not getting involved, and you really shouldn't either, Mom.
1: Oh, (laughs) I shouldn't? When I'm the last to hear about it? I should be the first to hear about this. I will not look the other way so fast. Why do you care? Why do I care? You're my son, and you wouldn't think to tell me?
2: No, I'm not. And it's not my job to inform you.
1: You didn't even think to tell me!
2: It's hard to tell you anything when you've refused to speak to me for three years.
1: You think this is my fault? A bit. Unbelievable. You've been giving me a cold shoulder since you were 19.
0: Hey, lay off them, alright? You have no right to be mixing K in this mess you're creating.
1: That I'm creating? Isn't that convenient for you? The minute I'm uncomfortable, it becomes my nagging fault!
0: Look at yourself, June. Are you seriously causing a scene because you have a problem with
4: what I'm doing in my life? Alright, we're not solving anything by fighting. Oh,
1: don't you come into this! The sheer audacity you two have by waltzing in here, thinking I just be dandy.
0: Relax, June. You are way in over your head right now.
1: All I've wanted was a happy family, and look what's happened. My daughter is dead.
2: She was my, my husband daughter is too.
1: destroying our marriage. No one is destroying and anything. And he's infected our son with his degeneracy.
2: I'm not your son.
1: Yes, you are. You're my beautiful baby boy, and Chrissy was my beautiful baby girl, and Michael was my loving husband, but it's all fallen to pieces. I don't understand how a family that walked with the Lord for so long could fall into sin. Now I can't even lay my daughter to the rest.
2: Get over it.
1: Excuse me?
2: Did I stutter?
1: Are you going to let him talk to me like that?
2: It's them, June.
0: (sighs) Kay, watch how you talk to your mother.
2: No, I won't. What? Well, I tried. Christine was important to all of us. She was your daughter too, Dad, and effectively Miles' stepdaughter. How dare you! And she was my sister. This isn't just your family. This is our family. We're all suffering, and just like always, you've made everything about what you want and what you need, but what about the rest of us?
1: I've been trying to keep this family on the right path.
2: Wasn't finished.
1: Fine. If yelling at your mother will make you feel better, be my guest.
2: Religion works for you. Fine. Be happy. But it doesn't work for me. Or Dad. Or Miles. It didn't work for Christine, and it sure as shit isn't helping Adrian. Maybe, instead of trying to force all of us to bend to your will, you could listen to your goddamn family. Oh, get over it. When we say what we need. I never thought I'd live to see the day when my husband would stand idly by and while our son... I am not your son. We've been over this. This is not a phase or brainwashing from my secular school or some reflection of the moral failings of modern society or whatever the fuck your cult leader of a pastor says. Okay,
0: June, let's settle down.
1: Father Cornelius is a man of God. I
2: am talking. I'm non-binary. Christine understood that. Christine accepted me. Dad's trying his best, but you're still obsessed with this image of me you have in your head, but that person isn't me, June.
1: You're right. You're not my son. You killed him.
2: Good.
0: Now look what you did, you made them upset!
1: I made him upset? You ruined our family!
0: Well, I'm sorry, pursuing
4: my happiness has to be your problem! Either of you mind if I go check on Kay? I'm not hearing to know. Alright then, I'll leave you guys to it. Hope you're happy with all of this.
1: Oh, shut up.
3: Grandpa? Grandma? Fuck this.
4: Hey, I'm home! Uh, Maya, you around? Hm, mm, where is she? Come on, let's have some fun! Maya? something wrong? Oh. I'm sorry. Uh, Nobody was answering and I thought something happened. Where's the, um, kid?
5: She's with Mrs. Kensington again. I didn't want any distractions for my classes.
4: Why are you even bothering with these classes anyway? You're beautiful. If I were hiring, you'd be on my team instantly.
5: Charlie, that's not the point.
4: Babe, come on. Let's go watch some TV. I think it'll be really- I've got work to do, Charlie. Okay. Jeez. I'll be watching TV by myself then. Later.
3: Well, that ain't too good. I mean, I done seen some rooms
2: where I'm like, yo, this some pink puffy bullshit. I mean, hello kitty posters and chocolate. There ain't no one.
5: Hey, do you mind turning that down a bit?
4: You really don't have good channels on here. Is this really all you got?
5: Yes, Charlie, that's all I have, and I don't plan on getting more. I need to prioritize, remember? Cause of my daughter, remember?
4: Well, I, I think you should really upgrade. It must get boring here.
5: Hey, uh, did you get any of my texts?
4: Uh, yeah, babe. I always do. Mm
5: Mm-hmm. Really? Then where's the pancake batter, Charlie?
4: Oh, uh, yeah. I-I forgot.
5: Uh Uh-huh. Like how you forget the name of my kid sometimes?
4: I forgot! People forget things! She's not my kid anyway! Why should that matter to me?
5: Is that a real question? Do you expect me to answer you?
4: Oh, okay, but come on. Wouldn't you rather be having kids with me instead, babe? I think we made some... Really good-looking babies.
5: Charlie, you are being really immature right now, and it's really disrespectful. I don't think you understand how much stress I'm under, and I asked you to do one favor, and you just couldn't.
4: I forgot, okay? I was caught up with work.
5: And you couldn't spare a single minute to walk to Stop and Shop and buy some damn pancake batter?
4: Okay, I'll go get it right now if it means this much to you.
5: It's not for me. It's for my daughter, the baby girl I've been raising for years and is the reason I work so hard. This is the first time since I was 17, I finally get the chance to start working on myself again. I felt like giving up time and time again, but I haven't. And sometimes I feel like I've lost everything, but I realize that she actually was my everything. I can't let her down. I rely on her just as much as she relies on me and... Mrs. Kensington says that Claire's been saying some strange stuff lately. She's with
4: Mrs. Kensington all the time. It's gotta be her, you know?
5: Charlie, that's the point. You wanna know why she's around her all the time? Because I can't trust you to take care of her. You obviously don't want her around. I'm done being an inconvenience to you. I'm done saying I'm sorry to you, and I'm done with being this apologetic woman who bends to you. I'm the only person that she's got. No one else can be her mother but me. So you can respect me for it? Or you can get away from both of us.
2: Come on,
4: babe. We have something special here. I don't want to give that up. But I don't want to be concerned with some old baggage. It's just us. that That's it.
5: Charlie, get out now.
4: Come on, babe. Please.
5: I said get out. Leave. You heard me. <laughs>
4: Hey! Move, kid!
3: You really shouldn't yell at her. I could hear you from out here.
4: Yeah, yeah, whatever. Hey! God! <sighs> I'll get out of my way!
6: Now, what are you doing here? Nothing. Doesn't look like nothing to me.
3: Yeah, it's a whole lot of nothing. Just a kid sitting in the stairwell being ignored by all the adults in the world.
6: Tell me about it. I'm all ears. Believe it or not, I know a thing or two about adults not listening to me. Granted, I am an adult, but that's beside the point.
3: I barely even know you.
6: Well, you know my name at least, right?
3: Yeah, I guess, but that's not a lot to go off of.
6: Alright, well, maybe I can help you with that at least. My name is Cameron Havoc, I'm German-American, and you know, I've had my fair share of ups and downs. I was never really liked as a kid. In fact, a lot of people thought I was weird. My parents didn't really understand me, and to this day, I still don't think they do. As a kid, I dreamt of being a famous singer and winning a Grammy one day.
3: You look like a custodian, not a singer. What happened?
6: Well, a lot of people didn't like my music. People didn't see me as a real artist in the music industry. I tried everything I could. I went to bars, clubs, tried to get an agent, but no one ever signed me. They said I wouldn't be mainstream enough, that I shouldn't even bother. Now I'm here, working as a maintenance worker at the crumbling 20 Sahara Drive.
3: Wow, you really know how to lighten the mood.
6: Hey, I'm not done yet. We're getting to the good part. Okay. My life may not sound so glamorous. But through it all, I've had a great group of people get me through every hard moment. Every disappointment, dream deferred, all of it. My chosen family, the friends I made along the way, were there for me. Even though it may seem like I'm the only worker here, there is a group of three other great people who make this work a bit easier. They make it feel like I have the strength of a thousand people.
3: Okay, and what does that have to do with me?
6: You need people that will listen, that will accept you for who you are. My partner is the best example. When I get back home, they're always there to comfort me, to listen to me, to rub my back when I'm all sore. Most of all, to encourage me, to keep going because things get better. You just need time. But I'm just a kid. I don't know. Time feels so slow. I feel like I can't breathe sometimes. I know it's tough right now, but trust me. When you get through this, you will have grown a lot by then. In the meantime, remember you have people you can talk to, and I'm one of them if you want me to be. Do you have anyone else to talk to besides me? Someone that will listen?
3: Yeah. I guess I do.
6: Good. Go to those people. And make them listen.
3: Cameron,
0: you there? We got a leak in the basement now!
6: Crap, I gotta go. Remember. Make them listen.
3: Make them listen.
2: Oh, uh, hi.
4: Hi, Kay. I just wanted to make sure you're alright.
2: Do I look alright to you?
4: I, uh, no. Well,
2: there you go. You checked. I'm sorry, that was that was shitty of me.
4: No, no, I understand. You're going through a lot right now.
2: Doesn't mean I should take it out on you.
4: Nothing personal, Kay. I'm made of sterner stuff.
2: Must be to survive June.
4: Must be to survive being trans in America.
2: Wait, you're-
4: Like you? Yeah. Well, not exactly like you. But you get what I- (sighs) Hey, Hey, hey. It's okay, it's okay. I'm here.
2: Why does she hate me?
4: For what it's worth? I don't think she hates you. How? You're her kid, right? How could she? You're talented, competent, responsible, charming, witty.
2: She wouldn't talk to me for three years. Outside of sending me Bible passages and demanding I go pray the gay away.
4: (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at you. It's just, my mom did the same exact thing.
2: How did you deal with all the backlash?
4: I didn't. We didn't speak to each other for, oh, God knows, eight years, maybe nine? Then she got sick.
2: Sounds like karma.
4: Cancer, actually. Oh,
2: God, I'm, I'm so sorry.
4: It was years ago. I'm over it. Besides, you're very funny.
2: Oh. Thanks.
4: Anyway, once my mom got sick, we had to spend a lot of time together. And we actually bonded. And she apologized.
2: No way. Hellfree's over?
4: (laughs) Possibly. Once she saw how happy I was, how full of joy my life was, she relented. I guess. Admitted she was wrong.
2: June isn't exactly the admitting type, unless your name is Father Cornelius.
4: Believe it or not, your mom is worried about you. All this frustration she's sending you. She sees a lot of hardship coming your way and wants you to avoid it. Her methods are rather lackluster. Awful. Okay, yes, definitely terrible. (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying is don't focus on how she feels or on winning her approval. Just live your life. Do what you want. When she sees how happy you are, how well off you are, she'll see how wrong she was.
2: And if she doesn't?
4: You will still be happy, Kay.
0: Deferred, an episodic radio play, created and directed by Pascal Floristall. Written by Grace Campbell, Riley Cohen, Allegra Di Virgilio, Pascal Florestal, Kate Kelly, Ames Noble, Ryan Pereira, Adam Regenstreif, and Liddy Wade. Produced by the Northeastern University Department of Theater and the Camd Media Services Office. Sound design by Anna Drummond, assistant sound designer. Grace McNamara, podcast manager Hannah Marks, character is voiced by Hillary Mom and Mrs Kensington, Grace Campbell, Adrian, Riley Cohen, Cameron Alex Intercom Claire, Allegra Di Virgilio, Maya, Kate Kelly, Kay, Ames Noble, Charlie and Miles, Ryan Pereira. Elevator voice Ronnie. Michael, 911 operator, radio voice, additional narration. Adam Regenstrief. June, Liddy Wade. Special thanks to Don Simmons, Emma Nafs, David Herlihy, Daryl Cohen, Antonio Ocampo Guzman, Herbert Moore, Amanda Bria, Sydney Fells, Connor Maduno, Hyacinth Josaint, Johnny Uke, and the CAMDI Media Studio.